0: Every chapter just continuously blows my expectations away. One Piece chapter 1055 continuously does that from start to finish. I want to say I love the courage and not just the courage, the stance Momonosuke has to make sure we got to protect the country. We can't rely on others. I admired that. The revelation and confirmation that Pluton is in Wano, the agent weapon is in Wano, and the lore behind the creation of Wano And the Wano from 800 years ago, that's sitting at the bottom underwater. Yo, I didn't, I can't remember a theory that's come close to this. There was probably one out there that blew everything out the water. No pun intended. Was that considered a pun? I would like to believe so. Love that the fact that we saw Luffy, Sanji, Zoro, and Jinbei just chilling. They over here, they enjoying the breeze. They're breathing the air. And the fact there's an admiral in Wano they're well aware of. Trusting Momonosuke and them to handle them. And they're just nonchalant. They chilling. They're the Straw Hat Yonko crew. Luffy's a Yonko now. And the energy captured in that scene really shows the maturity and progression Luffy has gone in. From being a hothead, rushing to the uh, conflict, rushing to resolve whatever bad needs to get destroyed to, hey, I'm going to just show up here. I trust y'all. And Luffy and everybody else in the back of their mind knowing it don't matter if it's an admiral. they're gonna get, They're going to get smacked around. And I haven't even talked about Shanks. Every time Shanks is presented, it really continues to build. It continues to build him up higher and higher, as far as an interesting character, power scaling, and the weight he holds in this pirate world. Like it's like his actions and words become law when he decides. Seeing Shanks use his hockey, sending a hockey signal whatever it is, emitting that from the outside of Wano, outside of country, in the ocean, reaching the center of Wano directly to Green Bull is a feat we haven't seen. I mean, I feel this hockey power is being introduced to this magnitude. And it's exciting to know that hockey can continue to reach higher levels than what we've seen with Kaido and Luffy. They're still... Levels above this And honestly I feel like Rayleigh Probably got a a Thing or two He could probably Still teach Luffy I really do feel that And to see Shanks not just, you know, make a statement, not end a war, not trying to make a peace talk, but to aggressively threaten someone and not just threaten them in a way where it's whatever, whatever I say goes, but belittle them and belittle an admiral. Green Bull, this man, he he said, oh, yes, sir. No, sir. No worries. I'm out of here. I ain't trying to get the smoke. I ain't trying to get the smoke. And he was impressed himself by the level of hockey. He was feeling. It had the man shook. Like, he completely forgot he was fighting everybody else. It's was like, oh, this, this isn't good. And the fact that an admiral is feeling that way about Shanks. About Shanks. Again, it's just the level Shanks are climbing. It continues. At this point, I really feel. Now I don't really feel. I believe Shanks is the strongest. And after the statement last time of we're claiming the one piece, he's shutting admirals down. And the fact that he still has no regards for the crewmates passing on his shit, also hilarious. He ain't no joke. He's a a beast. He's a beast. Now, having Green Bull understand that and immediately leaving Wano. Well, we're assuming he's going to immediately leave Wano. A couple things come into mind. Number one, Green Bull, I would like to say, is a bit impulsive and emotional with his actions, not to say that, I mean, if Shanks is telling you to leave, you better listen. But to have an objective in mind to take Luffy's head, it's, not, it's nothing light to do. To push yourself to say, I'm going to kill a Yonko at this point. I mean, you got some balls, dog. Especially if you didn't want to do it with Kaido and the man that just beat Kaido is the one. Come on now. And I say he's emotional because right now he's trying to get into Okano's good side. Whatever happened in Mirajawa with... um. I forgot the other ammo's name, Brainfire, real quick. He's trying to come back from that. He's trying to get on his good side. So, right now, he's probably thinking of different ways and different moments and putting himself in these predicaments that are emotionally driven. Because, logically speaking, why would you go to a place where the Yonko just killed Kaido? It's a done deal. We got the legendary Straw Hat crew, we got everybody else in Wano. And you trying to go there? You trying to run up smoke there? And I love the way he was introduced, of course, killing the commanders off, showing the gap between him, the commanders, the statement, his mentality as far as prejudice, government, complete government control. Great introduction. And I love the fact that Shanks just popping up was able to call him out and we're able to see. All right. Y'all see what Green Bull is able to do with actions. And now you just got to see what Shanks is able to do (laughs) for you outside the country in the ocean with a bit of action and words. God, gotta man, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just extremely hyped here. Going on from here, I'm loving the determination and the stance Momonosuke and the scabbards are on. We got to make sure we handle this. We got to be able to guard Wano because if we're not able to, I mean, we're going to rely on the people who are about to leave that helped us get our freedom from Kaido, we need to give them the peace, the energy, the food, the festivities they need, you know, because we're grateful for it. Love that. And the fact that he was able to use his Boro Blast, not just once, and it was one-off consecutively goes to show you that this isn't, that we all know it ain't a failed devil um, Devil fruit, The you know, because this copies Kaido's devil fruit. But Who knows? It could potentially be more advanced. Being able to use Burrow's Breath repeatedly, whether that's from it being more enhanced than Kaido's, because we didn't see Kaido use it consecutively, or maybe he isn't charging it up the same way as Kaido, and that's why Kaido only used it like once at a time. Who knows? But it's it's looking real dangerous for everybody else. And it got me thinking. Momonosuke eventually reaching a point where he will have a hybrid form just like Kaido. That's dangerous right there. I, I'll be excited for that. Now, it's crazy that we're about to be seven minutes into this, and we still haven't spoken on one of the major revelations and confirmations uh, that Agent Weapon Pluton is in Wano. It is. It's confirmed. Not only that, we got the Rolponiglyph, and I'm forgetting his name, but Momonosuke's grandfather, I remember, <laughs> Sorry, I'm so hyped, walking down with Robin and Law. Two things. I sort of see the symbolism here having Law join up with Robin and finding out that Pluton is in Wano because his family or well, him and the fact of his, his experience with submarines. Us coming to find out that not only is Pluton in Wano but it's actually in water. It's under, technically in the mountain of Fuji. Underwater in the old Wano from 800 years ago. Everything tying into the void century, that gap. And for starters, yo, what? I, I was throwing away. I'm like, what are you telling me? The old Wano kept fresh, still intact because of the fresh rainwater, not seawater. And the fact that the walls, sort of mountains that were built around Wano is what started this. And then eventually Wano got flooded up. And that kind of, you know just created Wano with what it is and it had me think I'm like yeah I mean the waterfalls and everything I was always curious about how that act happened but you know One Piece being One Piece and you know whatever the universe, whatever geographic location they're on they'll be doing some weird stuff and Mr. Moore I saw Mr. Moore video and that's what helped me connect it the close symbolism it has with Water 7 where Pluton and the blueprints were introduced Frankie so on and so forth everything's just going full circle and Oda is an absolute madman For linking these arcs and actions the way they are. So Pluton, in order to release Pluton, we need to destroy, we need to open the borders. And in order to open the borders, we need to destroy the walls that are keeping the waters in Wano. It's got to be a submarine. It's got to be something submarine-like. And the fact that Lost also with Robin and what's his name while this is happening brings me to believe it's definitely something on the submarine side of things. Incredible revelations, and we still got more because at some point, whether we're here, we're going to hear from Momonosuke either knowing or finding out, there's got to be a game plan around Pluton. And of course, what the road paneglyph says hey, we want more away from Laugh Tale. we want more. It's, it's getting close, definitely getting close. And I mentioned then that it was exciting seeing Luffy relaxed, not going all out, not rushing to the conflict. And just being able to trust his allies and having the confidence that they won't get massacred and destroyed by an admiral. Something just soothing about that. Like we really we done see, we've done seen the boy from the boy going to a man at this point, and not just any man, a Yonko. It's one of my favorite moments in this chapter, as crazy as everything else was. Now, I would like to have some discussions with the film and Utah, but I don't really feel we got enough to really go anywhere. I guess Utah is now a little bit confirmed, like getting that confirmation that, all right, Ulta exists. Shanks is aware of that, especially with the memories of Shanks. Whenever he talks about the new age, you have like that silhouette that's outlined that it's most likely Ulta. So I don't know. I guess we'll see where things go from here, especially with a movie because movies non-canon. But if we're going to introduce her, is it just for the sake of linking it with the movie or will we have a little bit more to go off of? Which, by the way, Green Bull, having his trees, having his powers not being affected by fire, I was sort of expecting that. It was sort of surprising too because I'm like, I mean, it will feel too elementary. Oh, look, fire, vibe! the fact that he's fireproof is very interesting. And seeing as how he's not getting cut up, his roots aren't getting cut up and he's not getting hurt, this power has... This devil fruit does have a lot of flexibility as far as this range and how it's going to be able to, how he's able to manipulate. It's not so much where everything, every vine is his body, but rather he could be creating it or manipulating what's around his environment. And One Piece, chapter 1055. I mean, <laughs> shit, that's an incredible episode. I'm definitely going to make some more episodes on several topics or, you know, several moments of the chapter. And I just want to double down on the fact that, you know, Shanks literally frightening Green Bull to the point where that's Conker's Hockey's. Who who the hell? And then afterwards, the Red Hair Pirates, you're here too. And a quick note, I know a bit messy here. Being able to identify someone based on their hockey, has this been done before in the series or is this a new concept we're just seeing? I can't remember. But it's interesting to hear Green Bull, you know, feel the hockey, feel the threat and instantly shanks the Red Hair Pirates. How, mu- how much information is being transferred from this hockey blast, hockey signal? And the same thing going for Luffy, feeling the Conqueror's hockey and, you know, familiar face. We know he's thinking of Shanks, which I, I don't think we've really seen hockey do this or discuss hockey doing this to where you could feel it and identify a person. I don't know, someone provided me the panel, but Credible Chapter, stupidly excited. Can't wait for more, especially more information on the Rope, Honiglyph, and Pluton. I'll catch you guys on the next one.